Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Well, it's been a massive week for one of our most established and decorated Trans-Tasman racing products. That is Michael Moroni, was inducted into the Hall of uh, New Zealand Racing Hall of Fame on Sunday night at uh, a function in Hamilton. And then just a couple of days later, one of his most recent stable stars, a mayor who gave him two doses of success at the elite level up the Flemington Strait, was retired. Yes, Rockin' Horse has a date in the breeding barn with Poissier. For our friends, uh, little friends at uh, Little Avondale Stud, actually, our little friends at Little Avondale Stud. But Mike Moroni will be ready to uh, unearth his next top liner because he always seems to have one on the books. Thinking all the way back to Heavenly Body, second coming, excellent. Obviously, Brew that uh, snared the, the Melbourne Cup before uh, recently Tafane and Rockin' Horse have kept the, the group ones flying. It's been an incredible career, and it's far from done at this point. Mike has been good enough uh, to take our calls this morning. Uh, good morning to you, Mike. Uh, first of all, congratulations on that induction into the Hall of Fame. Must have been one of your career highlights, I would imagine. Yeah, certainly it was. It was great to be back uh, home and amongst a lot of friends and family. Uh, to celebrate something like that was, was, was terrific. Mike, Louie here, wonderful to have you on the programme. Um, it was, watching the tribute video and, and your interview, it was it was really quite special and it, and it did make me think about how much support you had as a, a youngster coming through the training ranks with the O'Sullivans. It must have kind of brought all the memories flooding back for, for you. Yeah, it did. I saw them with the family there and of course I've um, yeah, lost both uh, Mari and Lisa um, along the way and and then just to see the rest of them there um, was uh, brought back a lot of memories. And Mark was there as well, Mark O'Sullivan, um, and Lance and his kids and et cetera. So it was, um, yeah, it was my family being there and then the O'Sullivan family, which were probably the two families that um, I spent most of my time around. Um, it was great to see them all there. And um, so it was sort of special to share it with, with all of them. And uh, I, I you know, went from a pretty big um, family that are based in, in Matamata around that area. And uh, a lot of them were there. And... Um, I think we had three or four tables for the people. And, uh, yeah, guys like Graham Richardson that have been in, training, in partnership with me, Andrew Scott, um, he came along as well. Uh, Mike Coleman, who did most of our riding, um, was there as well, so uh, to share the whole thing. And then my race manager, Anthony, came across, and um, Emma, her, Emma Wood, who's my, now my vet and used to be my assistant trainer, she has been with me for 15 years as well. So they came across and, um, and joined in the facilities, and so it was really... Uh, Good to everyone there. Oh, so many wonderful names, and it. it kind of uh, illuminates the camaraderie and how close everybody is. Do you do you get that same sense of camaraderie in the current ga- racing game, Mike? Was it different back then? Yeah. When... No, look, you, you, you probably do. It's a little bit different because we um, we're racing that often over here now, and you get that many different faces because it takes to to be able to race. As often as what we do, it, it takes something like fifteen hundred trainers to be licensed here. Uh, a lot of lot of jockeys come in and out, um, so you don't probably have as much time to get as close to and, and mix as with, with everyone. But certainly uh, back in those days, we did um, a lot, and uh, we mix here a lot amongst our feminine trainers, and 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 um, you know, there's a lot of them that I meet on my travel, meet on my travels in Australia, and become close friends with too. But 
Um, yeah, look, I think it's a pretty close-knit family, and as was proven when, when Dean Holland's funeral was on here, um, you know, that they, they stopped racing, they um, had something like 3,000 people here on course, uh, walked in the straight behind them and that, so there's, there's a real camaraderie over, over here, and racing seems to, seems to do that. Mike, of course, uh, you've got uh, operations, a uh, couple in Australia. Of course, you, you still retain your interests back here at uh, your beloved Matter Matter as well. Uh, I just wonder, when you left the country back, uh, you know, as far back as uh, 2000 when you were in Morfittville and then late, just after that to Melbourne, did you envisage this deal getting as big as it has? Um, well, we had a pretty big operation in New Zealand. I had to walk away from that. That was 99 Um and I got 24 hours to make my mind up. I got off at the biggest stable here in Victoria, um, which I suppose I wasn't that, that uh, popular with the Australians when I when I got given the opportunity. And that was uh, Chiquita Lodge. It had 75 boxes. So it was a big... Um, uh, so I had to make a quick quick and big decision that um, decided that I'd run with it. And from the time I ran with that, I had to shift over here full time. And uh, lucky enough that we three weeks later, we won 1,000 guineas with Shazoo. And fill the stable up because I think I only had 45 here and was going to have to pay rent on 75 to, so I filled it up. And um, after we did on that group one, away we went. And then, of course, we won the Melbourne Cup the following year and um, it got bigger from there. So uh, we've been lucky that we've had some really nice horses on and on the way through. And, and New Zealand stable have helped us do that without any doubt. Um, I would say half the group one ones I trained over here have been New Zealand breeds or horses with that have started off in our stable in New Zealand. So um, certainly really, really helped over here. Just uh, remembering back to uh, the, the Melbourne Cup, and you went damn close again this year, it's fair to say, uh, but the 2000 Cup uh, turn of the century with Brew, it was a heck of a story, late entry into the field and um, and winning the race, I think, number 24 um, from memory. Uh, tell us a, a wee bit about that, because even though it's that, that long ago, it must be still an easy memory to bring back. Yeah, well, look, I could I could go on forever about it, but um, I dreamt that I'd, I'd uh, trained him to win a Melbourne Cup about two years before I even got him, um, and he'd only just started racing in in New Zealand and across in Sydney, and I was across in Sydney with great command when he was racing and put on his real shenanigans um, there where he, he got away from uh, a handler in the, in the birdcage without a ride along and held the start of the gloaming stakes up. And I think mean, it was the last run that before they decided that he wanted gelding she badly wanted because uh, I saw him over there and um, from that time on Graham uh, decided he wanted to sell him so um, he was going to be sold to Singapore and it fell through and I rang my brother Paul up and I said look uh, for, for this is a weird reason I said but I just wanted to buy this horse I had an op- opportunity to do it but we've got to move quickly so um, he then rang Craig Lindbergh who was in Richard Pegan's office in Sydney at the time and they underwrote the horse in the way we went to get him vetted and, and then syndicated him. So um, that was the start of the whole thing. And the dream, he was number 24, uh, had the black cap on. And the only thing was that I said to my wife, Jane, at the time, that the only thing in the dream was that they were going right-handed instead of left-handed. So I ended up picking the number right, the, the colours he wore, um, the margin right, but just the other way around. Um, and, and that's so... Um, Quite, quite, uh, quite for, um, sort of freaky how it worked out. And then to be in the right place at the right time to buy them too. I happened to be back in New Zealand at the time and 
Port O'Sullivan is probably the, 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 the sail to Singapore would fall them through. Um, and so I asked him if we could have 24 hours to do it. And he said, yeah, that's fine. So, and then the rest was history. So, um, and then we had all sorts of trouble with the jockey. Um, Brett Pribble told us to, um, uh, to head off somewhere else. Um, wouldn't ride the horse. <laughs> he wanted to ride the horse half a kilo over. We said no. So he wished us the best of luck. And then he tried to take us on in the room for not uh, uh, breaking an engagement for the Saab. And I just said, well, you were never going to ride him the Saab if you weren't going to ride him in the Melbourne Cup. So, and then so we put Chris Bunce on, on the understanding that if he, he qualified for the Cup, that he'd ride him. Because um, the, the, one of um, Gay's that had won the Metrop had been disappointing in the Geelong Cup. And she ran into the McKinnon, and when it went so well on the McKinnon, we knew then that we were in a bit of trouble, and it was sort of my decision to put Kieran on. Um, Paul actually wanted to bring Mar- uh, Michael Walker across, but he hadn't seen Kieran ride since um, he'd been put out, and he changed his whole style. So I, I talked him around, and um, we put Kieran on, and then again, that sort of really set him alight. So, um, yeah, it's still, still, I can remember it like it was yesterday. We're probably going to have to ask you before we let you go, Mike, if you've had any dreams about tomorrow so we can have a winner. But there's lot sounds like there's lots of sliding doors moments, and you've probably had a lot of horses where you, you thought, well, this is the horse that's got me to this stage. Can you point to one or two, maybe outside brew, that, you know, without that horse's efforts, you probably wouldn't be getting inducted into the Hall of Fame? Uh, yeah, I think um, definitely um, excellent, happy, you know it. Uh, and of course over here, horses like Tefane, even Perno, um, and, and a good old tough horse called Serrera, um, that won two crew ones, and he was he was a, just an old, great old tough horse, but um, certainly, I tell you, one of, the, one of the, my big, greatest memories um, of winning a race in New Zealand was a great little steeplechase with Cumberland down when I won that, um, that was a one, to me, I think the second... Biggest thrill I've had in racing, besides winning the Melbourne Cup, would have been winning the Great Northern Steel Chase at a pretty young age. So, you know, those sort of races are, you end up with those lovely old horses that you train, that are with you for a while, and you have a bit of longevity, and you get to sort of know them a bit better than what you'd know most of them. So, um, that certainly was a big highlight, too. Rock and horse. Uh, sad to say, uh, sad to see that uh, leading, uh, leaving the racing side of things, uh, Mike. But uh, across to uh, the breeding barn and well matched. Oh, certainly. Um, look, I think they've definitely made the right decision. She can't do any more. She's won two Group Ones. She's been Group One placed twice as well. And um, you know she'll be remembered for being a really uh, top class sprinter. She beat um, what was touted as the world's best. Um, Nature Strip, so, and and beat, um, um, you know, the other, um, other good horse that won the um, the race in Sydney, uh, the Everest as well, Giga Kick, so she sort of beat both of those two, um, fair and square too, at, 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 and not well off in the weights, it was way for age, um, so look, she has got anything to prove now, and at her age it's the best thing, and I think we were only going to get one more run into her. The problem we've got over here at the moment is we'd like to have in New Zealand, it's just the weather. And we've just had a very, very unusually wet uh, sort of period here. And we didn't want a chance anymore. I just said to Sam, we're far better off. We're going to have to put her on a float and travel her back to, for the Goodwood or fly to, to Queensland. And I think it was safer that we, uh, you know, we're going to get one, one or two more runs. We're far better off just getting her retired. And um, he agreed. I know that was always going to be 
will be a call as well. They were pretty keen to do the same. And uh, I think Prassi is a, a great cross with her. It really is. Um, he's, he's sort of doing a super job. Oh, is he? Well, and, you know, you mentioned the Kiwi breads, half your group ones, obviously Tefane as well. These, these mares, they've just done such a job for you. And um, you've got a decent enough team in tomorrow, Mike. I'd say you've got Suck Nerve Not Verve, which has done a little bit of travelling um, over recent times. She's up in Queensland and in the market, wideish gate, but, you know, it looks like a, yeah. a winnable race for someone of, of her stature. Yeah, I, I think if she can, if she can get, get forward and, and get across, um, I think she'll be pretty hard to beat. Um, She's up there. She's actually going. There'll be a last run for me. Um, she's going through the sale ring, um, the Magic Millions. But I'm, I'm hoping that whoever buys her leads her with me to have it for a tilt of the Brisbane Cup because um, I just sort of just probably bugging it up a little bit myself um, going into the Sydney Cup. He, she had had a pretty tough run in the Auckland Cup, and then she won the. Uh, well, she should have won the Chairman's. Um, Dean Holland actually rode her, and, and he ended up losing the stick. Um, up they turned for home and it cost the winning. And then in the, in the Sydney Cup, she probably raced a bit on tired legs. Um, but she had a bit of a fresh in there in the paddock for 10 days and had this run. Uh, and then hopefully they will, will, whoever buys will see the back three and have a crack at the, the uh, Brisbane Cup. Mike Moroni, uh, fantastic to catch up with you again. Congratulations on um, your uh, induction into the Hall of Fame. Thoroughly, thoroughly warranted and to hear some of those stories of days gone by and the, the story about Brew, absolutely uh, fascinating. Uh, good luck tomorrow and good luck with uh, what's coming up uh, um, in the next uh, few years, Mike. I, I know you've still got so much to offer the game. So thank you for your time. It's been a, a pleasure talking to you. My, my, my pleasure and thanks for having me on.